So hello. Hello. Just feels like, you know, just got just a couple years ago we were recording together. <laughs> it really does feel like so long. I think it was uh, like it has to be like five weeks. It's you know, it's uh it's been a minute, but our history has prepared us for this because you, you took a, a break from the early years to birth out a child, so <laughs> Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> and yeah, so I, I, I know what you've been going through is basically exactly like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, I I do want to recommend my new fabulous weight loss program. Uh, if you want to lose twenty pounds quickly, I would <laughs> suggest uh, running bleachers in the Alabama heat with your insane teenage daughter, followed by immediate COVID for two weeks. <laughs> That is an outstanding way to drop a lot of weight. Neither quickly. neither of those things sound appealing to me <laughs> at all. I have to say. But you know, I went from uh, I went from four eighty and now I'm down to three forty. So Wow. That's impressive. Congrats. <laughs> Still feel like I could take a bear. I d I don't wanna I don't wanna lose too much weight because then I'll lose my ability to wrestle a bear. Oh yeah, but... for sure. That's the important thing. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Uh, thank you, Canada Laura, for filling in last episode. The yes. always, always delightful Canada Laura. We had a great time. She's so easy to talk to. She's very easy to talk to. And we had that, uh, that pro Zoom account. So just had <laughs> felt absolutely no rush, which... I was really happy about because I was like stressed about recording and I needed to like get through the episode. I didn't want to start a new call. I had to get to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, it worked out so great. She's, uh, she's very, this is a weird adjective. Okay. She's very, she's very comforting. She's just yeah, a very for sure. comforting presence. Yeah, absolutely. When she's, when she's on the podcast. Absolutely. So. We're fans of Canada, Laura. Yes. And Ohio, Laura. All the Lauras that listen to us. <laughs> However, I would be remiss if I did not begin this episode with a rebuttal of okay. everything that went awry in the previous episode. <laughs> okay. Which, as I was editing, I was uh, shaking my head and, and jotting things down. Okay. So let's get right into it. My rebuttals <laughs> from the Canada, Laura episode. First of all, i uh, pretty sure both of you at the beginning of the episode... Uh, ask in some form or fashion, wonder how sexy Matthew sounds right now. <laughs> that didn't come out right, I know. <laughs> which which is problematic. Go ahead, go ahead. It wasn't that. Defense. It was just, I, I know. I, I thought about that later. I'm like, that didn't come out right, but it's fine. Okay, so I don't know if you realize this, but out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. <laughs> this is fun, sexy Bible time. So, this is true. You know, I'm However, just trying to stay on brand. <laughs> Problematic in two two ways. First of all, don't know if you realize this, ladies, but I'm married, so <laughs> I'm off the market. Second of all, and perhaps most problematic, uh, is the underlying assumption there that regular Matthew does not sound sexy. <laughs> How dare you? How dare both of you? Oh, sorry. It's okay. Uh, moving on, uh, Laura's question about money. 
uh, all the homeschoolers in the audience were fidgeting madly as we shouted uh, Ron Paul nonsense about the gold standard mm. into our uh, into the into the void. Mm. Um, the gold standard. This is why uh, libertarians and Ron Paul and homeschoolers lose their minds, a la William, William Jennings Bryan, because the United States at one point tied their currency to the amount of gold we had in reserve, mm. and then we came off of that, which allowed us to just print money at will, right? Uh, which made it a lot easier for the government to pay back their debts, because they at some point realized that they controlled the printing presses, so let's mm. take however much money they need. I'll stop now. Okay. Moving on. Casey, direct quote. Let's make up a new thing where everyone has what they need. <laughs> Pretty sure that's called communism. I know. I, I almost said that. And then I was like, I don't want to say that. because <laughs> just very triggering to all the homeschoolers in the I'm audience. I'm so <laughs> sorry that the idea of everyone having what they need is triggering for the homeschoolers. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you were clearly not homeschooled. Why was there a Berlin Wall? Was it to keep people in communism or to keep people out of communism okay okay just offended all the radical leftists (laughs) listening to this uh all right Uh, another direct quote from casey dennis quaid found jesus in the arms of a 29 year old (laughs) who among us (laughs) actually i just could not um i just thought of like uh, all i could think of was like bad bad jokes about you know dying because you were having sex with a 29 year old as an old like an old man dying yeah seeing the face the of old God. man dream yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dying in the arms of your second child bride wife <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna leave all my all my jokes out of that one. Okay. There'll be plenty of time for inappropriate jokes later. Okay. Uh, also, just a mild scolding for not knowing who Matthew Good is. We settled this in the DMs. But, I know. Um, I'm sorry. I, this is not going to get any better. The older I get, the more the more uncool I'm going to get. So, just... <laughs> you are pretty far away from Canada. Though. It I is. Think what, reason... I'm, re- I'm like the farthest you could be. I'm the, okay, so so you're a little uh, American centric there. There's actually a lot of places. In I the mean, world that are, are still so being Casey's, connected. Casey's world begins and ends with the United States. So <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, and finally, these are all statements. Just as this is a scolding for the both of you, just some missed opportunities in this episode. Um, I you know, left a lot but of jokes. Laura brings the purity level up, so it's just. No excuse, Laura. When you when in Rome, it was the Romans do. These are these are all jokes that uh, were untouched, as it were, <laughs> phrases that were uttered. Okay, that's a that's a huge gap. <laughs> they're really hard, and let's not forget this one. They're really firm. <laughs> what was I talking about? I don't know. Or I, I lost the context. Oh, I was talking about the Birkenstocks. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, they're really firm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, also things Dennis Quaid said on his wedding night. <laughs> Shouldn't have said that one. Won't be the last mistake I make. <laughs> all right. So those are the rebuttals. All in all, fantastic work from the both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> Excuse me, the episode. I'll just send a, also a blanket apology for the amount of coughing I will do in this episode. I'll try my best to edit it all out. Yeah. But, 
That's really an apology for me. I'm the one who's gonna have to listen to all of it. <laughs> I wish I kept a counter of like the number of times I've like the number of Casey's coughs I've had to edit out <laughs> over the years. Have you and has Kendra had a cough? Yeah, like our whole family's coughing. Yeah, so do you just like to the point where you just want to scream at each other just to stop, <laughs> stop coughing? No, like it triggers Kendra's like mom panic when oh. she hears children coughing. Like so, okay. she she can't sleep at night if there's a child coughing in the house. Okay. You know, just going back to I guess when they were babies and like that. Oh, yeah. they're dying! They're choking! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just know the coughing gets to a certain point where I just need to put cotton in my ears and <laughs> headphones on top of that. I need everyone to stop. <laughs> I need everyone to stop being sick. Casey exactly. Hux. Yeah. Yeah. Stop needing me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Quick, uh, quick podcast business. Okay. Some quick uh, housekeeping. Need to say hello to a new patron. Say hello to Jacob. Jacob. Hey, Jacob. Signed up to support the show on Patreon. Thank you, Jacob. Um, Just another quick reminder for the new patrons out there. Uh, I do feel guilty sometimes because we don't always put a lot of... We don't spend a lot of our bandwidth on the the podcast Patreon. But um, one of the reasons for that is because I put a lot of my creative bandwidth on the Substack uh that i do and we if if you are new to the podcast or new to the patreon we do have a a standing offer that anyone who supports the podcast um just send me a message and i'll send you like a lifetime uh, membership to the or lifetime pass through the paywall to get the paid posts on my Substack. that's kind of like our like i said our our perpetual perk to the podcast patrons um uh so, just wanted to say thank you again to all of them. Yes. And finally, last uh, order of business, we do have a, uh, a a Jake Goff siding. Just wanted to say hello <laughs> to the the OG FSBT Podfather. Yeah. Uh, you can go back to episode one. All that you don't have to listen to that because this was 2015 and <laughs> a million years ago. <laughs> this was 2015, and back then, you know, you didn't turn out a polished podcast on episode one <laughs> you know you just fired it up and figured it out as you went along so <laughs> there's uh there's some rough episodes there audio wise but yeah um, absolutely you know we've left them up it's it's just part of the history and, and jake helped me launch the podcast and uh he's still out there he's, he doesn't do a lot on social media right now but there's a lot of time guy. listeners um yeah he's still out there running a uh what better way in 2023 to be an iconoclast uh, <laughs> than to run a physical magazine, which yes. is what he's doing. Yeah. An, in, an independent, um, I think it's called the St. Francois Herald. Um, just Jake Goff things. Yeah. He's doing Jake Goff things. <laughs> Sent me him. a nice note and uh, told me that I, I should never stop creating content. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, you know, you know that if when you're a thought leader, you follow the ABCs, Casey. You always be content. <laughs> so, okay, that's what I got. Would you like me to take over for a few minutes so you can 
sip your hot tea and <laughs> absolutely okay so i have i everything that follows on this episode i wrote five weeks ago four weeks ago i don't know when it was like okay i'll take the next episode <laughs> and i don't remember why <laughs> it was so <laughs> long ago maybe it's because your family was sick but you weren't sick yet anyways Probably. whatever that sounds right so the first thing I have are some confessions, and this is not the the uh, I'm I'm too dumb to understand confessions. These are like <laughs> I actually need to confess this, and I have one for you to confess, and then I have something for both of us okay. to confess together. So my first personal confession that I've really had to hold in that I now is going to free me up big time is that I've started reading the For You page on Twitter on purpose. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. Personally, I think this means I've grown as a person because I can, like, go through these insane takes. But, like, so many people have moved off of Twitter that my, my own feed is just so sparse. And sometimes you just want to scroll and... You know, that probably means I haven't grown as a person if I'm like, man, I just want to spend some time scrolling. Anyways, the takes are wild. I get kind of like the same kind of people, um, but, you know, where else would I find out that the Josh Butler, Jesus's God's penis guy is still just churning out content? It's a for you page. I can actually, you know, I'm shocked that I can identify with this because I have, in the past week, couple weeks, have actually unmuted quite a few people <laughs> because my feed is so quiet. Yeah. Back and it's like, all right, I guess I got to start listening to some of you people again. Yes, yes. So some of it is like, some of it I actually do find new people to mute. I'm like, okay, I don't know why Twitter thinks I want to read your stuff, but I don't like you. And it's people I've never interacted with, people I don't see other people interacting with, so I don't feel bad, but yeah. I mean, just today I saw some lady complaining about why isn't gray hair socially acceptable for women? I'm like, time for me to get on my high horse. <laughs> Thank you for you, Paige. Anyways. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. Took, um, me, took me for a ride. Matthew yes. needs to confess that he is not aware of every word that is now considered a slur. And <laughs> some of them come out on this podcast. You're too busy being a thought leader to keep track. So I, the oh, last what step. What did I say? What did I say? <laughs> well, I didn't even hear it, which, you know, doesn't really mean anything. But you confessed to me that, well, the day after we recorded last time that you said hair lip. Which, yes, I remember that now. <laughs> I, did, I mean, I didn't, I've never used that word. I've heard people use it. So I don't, I don't think of it as a slur, not a slur, but referring to somebody with a cleft palate. Um, so, <laughs> but what did you think it meant? I swear, like, I've heard it used to describe like a redneck before. Okay. Well, that's probably that's like, like a, a whole thing that's, it's probably like a combined <laughs> uh, 
degradation of some sort. Yeah, I mean, not not good necessarily, right. but not exactly the same thing as a slur either. Yeah, yeah. So if Matthew ever says something that you're like, wow, that's a slur, just tell him. He loves to be told that and... <laughs> his face right now it's like please i do i'm thinking of so many jokes right now that (laughs) just make you uncomfortable (laughs) okay anyways okay so the confession for both of us is that marrying our kids off might require us to meet a bunch of new people and that makes us physically ill (laughs) absolutely gross I don't remember how this came up. It came up over text and we That's the conversation said. just went to a really bad place. We're like just <laughs> the idea of us having to bring new people into our lives so that our kids could like have relationships <laughs> with their in-laws and like a, a combined family just it really sent us. <laughs> I just think about like all the people you got to keep up, like all the, it's, it's gross. <laughs> and I think about my poor grandmother who's still, still, still kicking at, I think 93, 94. Oh my gosh. And, uh, every time she sees Kendra now, she, this Southern family, mm-hmm. big family. Um, we're talking like probably, probably 20 grandkids 20 oh. great grandkids like i mean yeah not 20 great grandkids, but a lot yeah just a lot of a lot of people floating around every time she sees kendra how's your mother doing <laughs> and it's like she just that's really you sweet. know she is like four generations she's got like yeah. four generations below her and she's still keeping track of everything yeah yeah <laughs> that's something my sister likes to bring like bring up with me she's like okay if all your kids get married and they all have three kids just like please stop please it's too many <laughs> well that brings up a, a a really pertinent question for us is when is the acceptable time to die as a parent <laughs> like can you get them to the point where like they're stable but also can you check out <laughs> Before you have to meet too many people. Uh, there's a there's a bit in one of Jim Gaffigan's stand-ups where his wife is, you know, on his case about getting healthy. And he's she's like, don't you want to walk your daughter down the aisle? And he's like, no. <laughs> I don't want to go to that wedding. <laughs> I mean, what a horrible thing to joke about. It is horrible. It is. Uh, but, you know. This is, it, this is what we're here for. This is, this is how we work things out by joking <laughs> about them. Okay. So, also five or seven or ten weeks ago, you texted me about the show Seventh Heaven. Yes. And you texted me about an episode. You were, you were talking about how they're so heavy-handed. It's like <laughs> yep. the episode is on violence, so then you have like ten things happening that relate to violence. So I I was like, okay, I'll watch the episode and then we could talk about it on the show. But I I went above and beyond and I okay. watched two episodes. So let me tell you, let me let me run you through the first episode I watched because it was in an earlier season than yours. 
Okay. And it was called, the episode was called See You in September. Okay, so this is a back-to-school episode. Are you familiar? Does it sound vaguely familiar at all? What, uh, what is the condition of Lucy's bangs? <laughs> they're, they're solid. Before we get into the episode, I have to tell you. Okay, so this show started in 1996. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you, this show... It hit different when your family was the pastor's family. I bet it did. So watching this show was like, you know, it was a ritual. Uh, it was like some sort of liturgy in our house that we were going to consume this. Now, I know for a fact we did not make it all the way through. I don't know when we yeah. stopped. But because they had like a lot, a lot of seasons. Yeah, it was like eight, nine, ten, so something. many, so many. Anyways, okay. See you in September. Is the kids are going back to school? Okay. Opening scene: the parents are palpably horny. Just okay. They are like it's the first year Ruthie is going all day to school. Okay. Okay. So they're like counting down until the kids are out of the house. Ha- out of the house, all at the same time, they leave. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm just going to read through my notes <laughs> for this show, this episode. Can I Can I throw something in before you get started? Yes, of course. Can, can, we, just, can we just agree? Because I know people are going to be familiar with 7th Heaven. Yeah. And some of the people involved in the show. Can we just agree that we're not going to talk about any of the real life things going on with the actors? Because it gets kind of dark. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we won't. We're just, we're just not going to touch. No, no, no. No. <laughs> okay. I don't, I only know of the one thing and it's, yeah. No, we're not here to do okay. that today. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, parents are so palpably horny. Why didn't they make Barry Watson shave his chest? So, like, he's a <laughs> high school senior, which is fine. His <laughs> face doesn't look old, but he has the chest hair of a 30-year-old man. And it's a lot to take. It's a lot to process as you're watching it. Like, okay. <laughs> I disagree. I think he looks like he's 29 years old in that show. Like, in But is it the... because his shirt's unbuttoned and you can see the forest of hair on his chest? <laughs> <laughs> the scenes with him and his mom are uncomfortable. Oh, because he looks... yes. Yes. He looks like he's 29, uh-huh. and and she's hard to gauge because her hair is so awful. Yeah. She's got yeah. such 90s hair, but <laughs> you can kind of like squint yes. and picture her as being like maybe like 41, <laughs> yeah. 40, and it's like, oh. Well, she's young like a... enough to get pregnant still because that happens. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So there's, of course, there's several things, several storylines throughout this thing. Okay. So... It starts with um, Ruthie, and she has her hat on backwards. Let's see if I can get through this episode in our time. <laughs> we can switch calls. And the teacher tells her there's no gang... This is a first grade little girl. There's no gang clothing on campus. No hats worn backwards. We have that rule because gang members wear their hats backwards. This is the gang episode, Okay. 
Yeah. All right. Let's go. Mila Kunis let's go. shows up. Mila Kunis is like Ruthie's arch nemesis at school. Okay. The English teacher in the senior class, something that I've done for my kids, my older kids, is I am like telling them like your teachers are on your team. Like you have to go to them for help. They want you to succeed. Okay. So I've been telling them this and then in this episode, uh, what's his name? Matt? My, yeah. Matt? The mm-hmm. old one? Okay. So... So Matt's English teacher is a new teacher, tells them first day of school, one third of the class won't be graduating because he's going to make the class so hard. Okay. Which, by the way, totally realistic for high school. Like they're not doing everything they can to just get these kids through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So, you know, the beginning of the episode, the parents are probably horny. All the kids are in school. We go back to the house. What's going on? Eric's napping on the couch. Annie's folding clothes. They're 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 just like they're just putzing around the house. Like what are we doing? Like rule rule number one: just get it done. (laughs) The kids are gone. Get it done. Something's gonna happen. (laughs) He who hesitates is lost. Exactly. So they get a call from the police because it's like a main character on the show is the policeman hey reverend i have a situation i can use your help with looks like we may have a jumper (laughs) so a guy is on the top of a building and it's literally like a three-story building yeah this kid is not not gonna die (laughs) it's taryn noah smith from uh uh home improvement okay Back to first grade. Ruth Camden, are you going to insist on wearing that hat backwards and looking like a gang member? (laughs) Okay, here we go. So, next thing that happens, Simon's at lunch. He gets a knife out of his lunchbox to cut his chicken and drop the knife, son. Come with me. (laughs) Someone comes up behind him. Uh, Lucy gets in trouble for taking aspirin. The the person says, is this a good time to discuss the school's drug policy? (laughs) So we have gang members, drugs. Matt is wearing Eric's jacket and doesn't know that there's a pager inside the pocket. So someone, they're trying to get a hold of the parents, I guess because Ruthie isn't in gang. And so the pager's going off. And some I don't I didn't write down who says these things. You know, I could have sworn the school listed beepers as drug paraphernalia, which can get oh you gosh. suspended if you're lucky, arrested if you're not. <laughs> it's so good. Uh Annie's skirt is so short. They show her walking outside of the building with the mom of the jumper. It's so short. I'm like, this is a pastor's wife? What is going on? <laughs> I got a, I got some Annie takes, but you go ahead and finish. Okay, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the kid who's going to jump says, I told you I can't wear these pants to school. <laughs> oh, man. It's really who, sad. The whole thing is who, like, he just wants his mom to there? listen to him. You know, whatever. I said the same thing to Kendra yesterday. So, (laughs) all the older Camden kids get suspended for one day because of the the same day. The beeper. (laughs) 
And then the aspirin, because Mary gives Lucy the aspirin. So they're like in the in the thing together. But while they're in the office, the principal tells a story to Lucy that the girl who's her nemesis, Miley Kunis's character, slipped in the lunchroom and mooned the chess club with her Pocahontas underwear. Can you? <laughs> the principal shares that little anecdote. And then I wrote something else down that doesn't make sense because I watched the episode so long ago. It was just everything was like uh, an 11. It was incredible. Absolutely incredible. This the the talk about the gangs and the gu- uh, the not the guns, the drugs. <laughs> it was perfect. What's your Annie takes? Uh, my Annie takes is uh you know, she ain't bad. <laughs> It's just the hair. If you can get past the hair and and the the part in every episode where one of her kids says something shocking and she makes the mom aneurysm face <laughs> where it's like like one eye just starts twitching and then she blinks like 11 times in a row without saying anything. <laughs> if you can get past that in the hair Annie's, Annie's not bad. I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. She's, uh, she's a little frisky. So the episode ends with them realizing that like all their kids are going to be home tomorrow. So they're like, okay, 30, wah, wah, 36 wah. hours until we have the house to ourselves again. <laughs> I mean, this is like Baptist youth pastors writing a skit levels of ham-handedness. We're going <laughs> to yes. just... Nail this point, yes. and then we're gonna nail it again, and then we're just gonna beat it through the, the board. <laughs> it was it was perfect. It was so good. This is the equivalent of um, Baptist youth pastor writes a skit about uh, someone taking one sip of beer and then getting into a car crash <laughs> and dying. <laughs> yes, exactly. The same like level of like total absence of nuance like if you if you disregard the school's drug policy by taking aspirin that's a slippery slope (laughs) to smoking pot in the school bathroom (laughs) you know you just you just keep waiting for matt to like when he gets in these like slapstick hijinks in high school you just keep waiting for him to be like wait a minute I'm 28. I'm out of here. And <laughs> <laughs> just walk away. Anyways, do you want to talk about the other episode when we switch calls? The Johnny Get Your uh, Gun? Oh, gosh. <laughs> we don't have to. We can go to something better. I think I would rather save uh, the gun episode. Okay. And I would just I would just like to hear your impressions on the family. Okay. Of, like, do you do you see yourself as Lucy because she's the forgotten middle child? Um, is Mary? <laughs> Wait, I thought <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> is Mary a? <laughs> oh my gosh! I thought that was what you thought about Lucy. That she was, she was an idiot. Yeah, she's. It's, it's just different levels of dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Lucy walks outside and the sky's blue, so she starts screaming and goes back inside because she thinks everybody's going to hate her. <laughs> Mary, uh, you know, is looking for a date for the for the prom. Yeah. At the local prison. <laughs> Always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like Mary's Mary's the girl who walks into a room and, and the one guy that's the, the, you know, the one guy that's got chloroform and a crowbar <laughs> In a, in a knapsack that's that's the one she's gonna go up and start flirting with <laughs> because she thinks she can save him i think the thing that stood out most to me about the family was how explicit they are about the dad being the hero um like in that gun episode it's like my dad can help you you know, with the kid, the guy who mm-hmm. has like, like he's literally abusing his sister. Like, okay, mm-hmm. my dad can help you. It's just yeah. like, no, he can't. <laughs> you know. Also interesting that they kind of like they leaned heavily into the. This is a. It's not really a Christian show, but like it's a, a Christian adjacent show, I guess. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. But then, like when it comes to like the actual church scenes, they they really lost their nerve because like he never says anything like remotely biblical no. from the pulpit no. it's always just like his sermons are you know if we just learned to embrace the power of trusting one another yeah it's like, yeah what is, yeah what is this? it's a very hollywood version of like conservatism without without like the actual without actual christianity it's it's a show made by no made by people who have never been inside a church before (laughs) that's the thing too i'm like what denomination are these people oh something else made me wonder that too maybe something about alcohol or i don't even know oh yeah because um you know they are they they all the themes are so conservative but in the gun one like eric like loses his mind about, you know, the dad having a gun in the house and, like, shouting out gun statistics. I'm like, this is not... This doesn't match. It's it's very strange because, like, they go that way. Yeah. But then the big reveal that the mom smoked a joint one time. <laughs> it's, it's like... like oh. It's like, where where is this show coming from ideologically? It makes no sense. It's, it's great. It's It is something. I can tell you, I definitely wanted to be Matt Camden with that hair. Like, that hair is impressive. It was definitely the 90s dream do for guys. That hair. Everybody wanted it. The the Eric from Boy Meets World. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Same same basic hair. (laughs) Eric Matthews. (laughs) Everybody wanted to be Mary also. She's, like, just this flawless beauty but still cool and yeah i i Although wish i had... didn't like her character much when the two episodes that i watched and like she's very unlikable she's weird she's like whining about her knee being injured and basketball and i don't know yeah she's very yeah i wish you had the experience of watching Watching it with a girl who is Mary's age, uh-huh. but also a dedicated basketball player, <laughs> because the amount of eye rolls that my daughter gives Mary, 
in the basketball scenes. I cannot imagine watching this show with my kids. Like, with my older, my teenagers, they would just be like, what is even going on? What are they talking about? What are they obsessing about? Oh. How about this? How about the number of episodes that the entire plot turned on the fact that no one had cell phones? (laughs) I know. That's all of those years of TV. I know. How many plots revolved around the fact of we can't get a hold of you? Where have you been? Honestly, or, you know, I, we've been calling. I and... felt I had like feelings of nostalgia watching because I was watching this like right as my kids are going back to school, and that makes me nostalgic. Like for school, like that age where you you don't really realize how good you have it. <laughs> like you don't you don't really have anything to worry about. <laughs> And, like, seeing those scenes, like, oh, man. <laughs> Anyways. my We'll be watching it, and there's, like, a basketball scene, and my daughter will just start shouting, Dad, she can't even dribble without staring at her hand. <laughs> That's because she's an actress. <laughs> she's married to Justin Bieber. Who cares? <laughs> No, she's not. Who's she married to? Not Justin Bieber. Justin, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. Whatever. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I don't know why I said Justin Bieber, because Justin Timberlake's face was in my head. Anyways. Hmm. <laughs> Actually, I do know why. It's because I'm going to be 40 in one week and two days. Okay. Did uh did you make did you get any of the Wilson episode? Was there a Wilson appearance in any of the episodes you watched? Who is that? The that's sheriff? one of Mary's. No, that's one of Mary's um, admirers. Uh, yeah, one of her. So uh, in the school episode, there was some annoying guy following her around, but she was very that's, not. That's in, every episode. She was very not interested in him. So I don't know if that was it. If that was him. That's one of her coterie of of uh, bad love interests. <laughs> he's a he's a sixteen year old kid with a one year old son. No, 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 that that wasn't this guy. <laughs> And his uh, the child's mother died somehow, and the and the parents are like, well, you know, and it's like no, <laughs> like if you'd be asking questions like, did he kill the, did he kill like was this like a serial killer? Like who is this that wants to come into our house? Amazing. It's I, I don't know. It's one of those shows like I could watch more of these just for <laughs> the purpose of being amazed by it. <laughs> it was we should we should just occasionally pick an episode yeah, and talk about it on here absolutely i'm totally for that i mean i think i only have access to like four seasons on hulu so i think it's the same for us so <laughs> which is fine apparently I, I mean i forgot that like the mom gets pregnant with twins yeah oh my gosh imagine having someone in college and then twins <laughs> Matt falls in love with a deaf girl and they wanted to use like a real deaf actress, Uh but I guess they couldn't find one young enough and she looks like she's 32 and she's (laughs) supposed to be like 16. Perfect. It's just, it's so jarring. (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll come back. Anyway. If if you're listening and you have a favorite Seventh Heaven episode, please share it with us and we can cover it. <laughs> okay. 
So I have some would you rathers for us, and I themed them. This is okay. the would you rather church. Su- okay, I'm gonna start over. Okay. This is the would you rather summer church traditions edition. Okay. Okay. <sighs> so this is like southern summer church traditions. Uh, that th- these things are s- stuff we're familiar with. And, okay, I'm just going to go down the list. I have five. All right, would you rather risk eating the potato salad at an outdoor church potluck in August or lead your church's back-to-school night dressed as Salty, the singing songbook, complete with blue tights, blue face paint, and a song you wrote? Well, obviously, I'm eating the potato salad (laughs) there. Um... Because I don't know why you're saying obviously. Because that costume ain't going to fit. And <laughs> it's going to be extremely inappropriate when I try to wedge oh, we myself have, into we the We have tights. more of that coming. <laughs> oh, good. Can't wait. <laughs> have you ever <clears throat> so seen think, someone dressed up as salty in real I mean, life? Listen, yeah, I'm a Christian. Like, Casey, we yes. had a guy that would like... Somebody made the full salty costume just like you would see in the shows. And, I mean, we had the salty musicals. Oh, gosh. I got to find those VHS tapes. I think I made a joke one time on Twitter, like in the early days when I was trying to lose followers on purpose. And it was (laughs) basically, uh, is Salty's bookmark his wiener? Uh, I was proud of it. That is that is impressive. Okay. <clears throat> Would you rather have to give the purity talk to teenage girls at youth camp in the voice of Matthew McConaughey or do a Toby Mac style rap to the whole youth group about purity? I would do Matthew McConaughey because I could hide behind the, the jokes. <laughs> I'd do it right now. My voice is kind of rough. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> I, my, I can do a Liam Neeson right now. Could I do it as Liam Neeson giving the monologue from Taken? <laughs> sure, but it has to be about sexual purity. I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> There's a lot of boys out there, and they want to. They want your very specific skills. <laughs> going to be a nightmare for people like them when you sign the radical purity pledge (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah i I I definitely do the 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 humor speech okay as opposed to the rap (laughs) i'm sure teenage girls all know who liam neeson is (laughs) yeah i'm sure they do (laughs) okay i was in star wars damn it (laughs) would you rather show up to church campfire night dressed in a snowsuit or a speedo <laughs> you can do the little short speedos it doesn't have to be the bikini style you can do the little shorts the hand motions that you just gave <laughs> I will be sending video of this to your youth pastor. I'm sorry. 
Okay. Um. Oh boy. See, here's the problem: is I'm a sweater. Man, I'm a sweater. <laughs> I might pass out and die if I was in the snowsuit. Um. What do I have to do in the speedo? Nothing. You're just going to church campfire night. You're just attending, making s'mores, making small talk. As Liam Neeson, <laughs> I couldn't help but notice you were staring at my bulge. <laughs> See, if you had signed the radical purity pledge, you wouldn't be looking there. You'd be looking at me eyes. <laughs> uh, Liam Neeson's a pirate now, apparently. Apparently, me, me, me eyes. <laughs> Oi, look at me eyes. <laughs> Um, geez, this is tricky. I don't, want, I don't really want to be in a speedo, but like I'm thinking realistically, uh-huh. in the summer at a campfire in a snowsuit, I might sweat so much that I pass out and die. So, <laughs> um, well, you've already made it weird, so I'm going to make it even weirder. Okay. Do I have to have anything on underneath the snowsuit? No. I think I could be nude in a snowsuit. Okay. I think I might. I could handle that for a little while. I could. I could do it for a few minutes at least. Okay. <laughs> That's what but she said. But if I have to wear like nice, <laughs> if I have to wear clothes underneath the snowsuit, then it gets then it gets pretty bad. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, this episode is a real treat for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Just giving them all sorts of mind candy okay. to think about. <laughs> uh, would you rather learn? You might already know how to do this. Learn to play and perform Yankee Doodle on the piccolo for the July Patriotic Service or read a chapter from Caitlin Scheiss's new book on politics in the church for the senior adult Sunday school class dressed as Uncle Sam. Well, first of all, it's Shess. It's not Shice. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, <sighs> I just don't know if I could be associated with someone like Caitlin Shess. <laughs> I might, I might perform the the chapter of the book so that I could read it as Liam Neeson because. Dressed as Uncle Sam, but in Liam Neeson's voice. (laughs) Some of you bastards need to stop serving a white Republican Jesus. (laughs) Um, I'm sure that's a direct quote from the book. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, you dirty sons of bitches. You and your white Republican Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, I'd probably read the book. Nice. I, I hate Yankee Doodle Dandy. I hate that song. <laughs> okay. That's good to know. I'll put that in my back pocket. <laughs> put it in the coffin along with the presidency of Hulk <laughs> and all the other frauds. <laughs> didn't think you were getting a Polk reference, did you? I didn't. I thought I made it clear there's only one president for me. You did. Uh, that was admirable. <laughs> okay. Well, I- you did make a reference of, like, maybe one other. Who is the other one that I'm, like, kind of halfway? I don't know. Take a wild guess. I'm curious. If I could what? Wait, what was the question? Like, you said 
you made like a like a reference to the fact that I I only respect one president, but also one kind of. Um, it was Calvin Coolidge, <laughs> and who were you just talking about a second ago? Howard Taft. <laughs> I don't know. Is that even a president? It is. Um, no, not Taft. I don't Taft. know. Eisenhower. The- hey, yes! look at you. <laughs> I did it. Howard. Howard. Oh, this joke's so bad. I'm going to say it anyway. Taft walked so Lizzo could run. <laughs> okay. That's so horrible. <laughs> what, this is your last one. Would okay. you... <laughs> Would you rather leave your church's VBS with a grumpy homeschool mom who won't stop talking about Saxon math during the fruit punch breaks or go door to door by yourself in the neighborhoods around the church wearing Jeffrey Dahmer glasses inviting all the kids to come oh, to VBS? Wow. wow. Okay, first of all, I thought you said on first listen, I thought you said grumpy mom who won't stop talking about sex and math and i was like hmm <laughs> sign me up for that conversation <laughs> saxon math <laughs> saxon math got it um <laughs> i love the Dahmer glasses what an excellent touch <laughs> i'm imagining jeans and a white short sleeve dress shirt tucked into the jeans with no belt yeah, that's what i'm absolutely imagining. and maybe some crocs <laughs> No socks, just crocs. Um, yeah, I'm going to talk to the angry homeschool mom because those are my people. Okay. <laughs> um, as long as she's not from the uh, the homeschool co-op that, <laughs> that kicked uh, you doesn't, out. <laughs> doesn't approve of boob jokes <laughs> online. I can't make any promises on this imaginary game. <laughs> Sorry, bosom jokes. Even worse. <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely talking to her. I want to see what she's so mad about sex and math about. Well, um, she's probably just... I don't, I don't know if she's mad about sex and math. She's just grumpy in general. Oh, okay. She's just, she's just talking about it. Talking about sex and math. Or, you know, curriculum. Okay. You know, what curriculum are you using? What flavor of homeschool mom? I mean, we, this is like crunchy Target <laughs> homeschool mom who's unschooling her kids. Whichever one is, is your this, least favorite. <laughs> or is this... Uh, well, it depends. Is this jean skirt? No makeup, homeschool mom, <laughs> got a got a prep garden going in the back. Because <laughs> I'm probably more familiar with that one. Some of the some of the new wave homeschool moms are just well, a little foreign to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where it's you know, I don't know. Maybe they got into it during COVID. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, like the feeling of uniqueness. So they're just. Mm. Still kind of hanging on to it. Um, Maybe they just don't want to be alone with their own thoughts. I don't know anything about that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The newer version is very much against the jab. Very much Uh uh, against vaccinations. Um, And high fructose corn syrup. And genetically modified ingredients. Artificial colors. Yeah, all of that stuff. Maybe vote, oddly enough, maybe voting for Trump. I feel like the old school homeschool moms 
don't know. Maybe I'm just imagining this, but <laughs> I feel like some of them are kind of out on Trump. I feel like they're more of like almost like Pence fans. It's like, mm. no, this is the true, the true believer. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Probably. Oh, no, no, no. no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. New Wave Homeschool Mom is an RFK Jr. voter. Uh-huh. Yes. Because he's he's a, he's the contrarian mm-hmm. that, you know, some you listen to him, it's like, are you in the right you're, party? Like, what do you... You're 100% right. And based on yeah. everyone, I've been muting on my feeds, <laughs> on my on my Instagram. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, yeah, you got to... Uh, well, of course, you know, I have to respect the contrarian. Yes, I know. But... I know. I, I get it. I get Odd thing. He has the same vocal thing that caused uh, Mark Stewart from Audio Adrenaline to not be able to sing anymore. Mm. Same vocal problem. Which I is I can't remember the name of it. It's like a tremor in your vocal cords that makes your uh, your voice come out real stilted and hoarse. Mm. Interesting. It's like uncontrollable. Interesting. Well, as we know, I don't watch videos of politicians because I didn't even know until last week what a dork my own governor was, so. (laughs) I've got, well, I, Casey, have politics fever, and I just can't get enough. I know, we're, we're really looking forward to next season of Fun Sexy Bible Time starting in 2024, January 1st, leading up to... The biggest election of our lifetime. We're going to cover it in depth right here. We should do a live election show. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, we shouldn't because I want to keep you as a friend and I feel like maybe (laughs) this is not your best time. (laughs) This is like... I'll just start ranting about... (laughs) (laughs) And I'll be like, whatever. (laughs) I'll be ranting about how, like, all of our problems can be traced back to James Garfield. (laughs) (laughs) You can do a live election night coverage with Becca. She can be be a (laughs) stand-in. We need a third person to, I think, pull us up out of the rabbit hole. Like, somebody just come in and cut off the lights and be like, oh, you two have to go home now. Like, stop. Stop talking about William Jennings Bryan and the Boer Wars. (laughs) Oh, that would be awful. We promise not to pivot to politics like every other Christian podcast is going to do in the next few months. Remember when, like, the Christian, there's, like, a bunch of Christian podcasts where it was, like, we're partners, but we don't agree on the issues. (laughs) Join us for an authentic dialogue on faith and the issues that divide us. Right. Just do what we do. Don't talk about the stuff you disagree on. (laughs) Just make voter jokes. (laughs) It's way more fun. Yeah. Good. All right. Is that it? Yeah. Good. Awesome.
this is not going to get any better. The older I get, the more the more uncool I'm going to get. So Stop needing me.